Welcome to Seismic Sound Off, exploring the depth and usefulness of geophysics for the scientific community and the public. I'm your host, Andrew Gary. In this episode, Sarah Gentiline, founder of GeoFood, discusses how her organization supports the sustainable development of local communities and helps increase the achievement for the UN Sustainable Development Goals. GeoFood is an initiative for communities and environmentally friendly food enterprises in UNESCO Global Geoparks territories. This unique partnership with GeoFood and Global Geoparks enables local traditions and ancient knowledge to be connected with the geological heritage that characterizes each territory. In this episode, Sarah shares the history and purpose of UNESCO Global Geoparks and how she came up with GeoFood. She shares her unique definition of sustainable development and outlines her five sustainable food and agriculture principles. Sarah discusses the role of education for her organization and how geophysicists can use their skills to impact sustainable food and agriculture. This is a unique topic that might inspire some new lines of thinking for your own projects. To learn more about GeoFood and read the UNESCO AGU report, Geoscience in Action, Advancing Sustainable Development, visit seg.org slash podcast or the episode show notes where you're listening. Also, on October 5th, Seismic Sound Off will celebrate 200 episodes, and we want to hear from you. Visit speakpipe.com slash seismic sound off to leave a message today and be automatically entered to win a free online subscription to the SEG library everything except the ebooks for one year. That is speakpipe.com slash seismic sound off. And now my conversation with Sarah Gentiline. Well, Sarah, it's a, a privilege to speak with you. I, I, this was the first time I was learning about geofood and UNESCO Global Geoparks, which we're gonna gonna learn about a little bit more in a, in a moment. But I want to start with what is geofood? GeoFood uh, is an in- initiative so that born in 2015 from the joint venture of uh, four UNESCO Global Geopark and later become a copyright brand basically for uh, labeling sustainable food enterprise within UNESCO Global Geoparks territories. And uh, the main goal is to connect uh, interpretation of geological and cultural heritage to the food and culinary experiences because I was asking myself, how can we make uh, geology less boring for people or for visitors? So let's connect it with the food. And obviously, as an Italian, it's a very uh, easy connection to me. Yeah, I just I just returned from Portugal, and it was so neat to learn that some of the, the food I had that was cooked in a volcano in the Azores Islands is something that some of the work you're doing on. So it was it was wonderful to meet that connection. So let's let's talk a little bit about that side of things. What is the history and purpose of these UNESCO Global Geoparks? Well, UNESCO Global Geoparks is uh, the third program uh, born within UNESCO. It was born, born in 2015. It's a quite new program together with Mayan Biosphere and World Heritage. Actually, it's focusing on um, geological heritage and uh, local communities' engagement together with sustainable development and, uh, of course, education and interpretation uh, and geotourism initiatives. Basically, kind of a model for uh, rural areas uh, to give answer to the pressure of climate change and geohazard related to it. 
how did you go about determining that the Geoparks mission and what you wanted to do with GeoFood would work well together? Yeah, basically, I was working in a UNESCO Global Geopark for 13 years. And at the time, talking with other colleagues from uh, basically Iceland, Denmark and Finland, we discussed about the need of having uh, some kind of common criteria for developing food uh, products within the same UNESCO designation. So it became kind of natural and a kind of bottom-up approach as well. So that's why it fits together, because it is a product of that kind of values uh, that are overlapping in a way. Yeah, I want to get your definition next of of sustainable development, as that's a key part of of GeoFood and and UNESCO in general. So what? how do you define sustainable development? Yeah, what... uh, is what is actually and my definition of sustainable development is the opposite that what is happening right now. <laughs> uh, basically, we we should uh, guarantee to let to future generation the same amount of, of uh, not renewable resources as we have now, at least not less, but at least the same. And actually, it is the opposite because we are consuming about uh, the amount of three planets resources per year, each country goes much, much faster uh, than the previous year towards the, we call it uh, the, the day that you finish kind of the resources in a year, become earlier and earlier. Uh, this year in Italy was May, last year was July. So basically we would need uh, two planet Earth to fulfill all the material that we're using right now. And and you mentioned food as a real key part of, of GeoFood and its goals. What are these five principles of sustainable food and agriculture? Well, basically, the geofood uh, within geofood, the sustainability criteria and sustainability philosophy, philosophy came from uh, the idea that the, the, the raw material is uh, local sourced, like all the raw material that uh, are uh, part of the um, uh, geofood menu or the geofood product should come within the geopark area. That means not uh, really so far away. So we reduce the CO2 related within the tra- with the transport of the raw material. But at the same time, we are also empowering local communities, local producers and local restaurants to better use the local resources, the kilometer zero food, and uh, to, let's say, to valorize their cultural traditions and to valorize the local product. Because in the future, uh, we will need, as COVID show us, we are much, much more uh, vulnerable and we need to rely on resources that are uh, provided close by. Basically, we want to try also to, uh, let's say, uh, reduce the food waste, reduce the use of uh, chemical pesticide. So we are not doing organic agriculture, but we do sustainable agriculture, which is slightly different, but the main criteria is more or less the same. We want to improve water efficiency and also uh, equity, equity for the workers, access to the food, because as we know, also the packaging, it's a very important part of it. So within GeoFood, we try to reduce also the amount of packaging that we are using, or at least use sustainable, kind of sustainable packaging, and uh, also empowering the workers to work within the company, of course, because uh, there is no environmental sustainability if you don't have social uh, sustainability. They are directly linked. 
Yeah, this this wasn't a question that I sent you, but it, it's kind of inextricably linked with what you're talking about. How how are these things that you're mentioning there with those five principles connected to something like the UN Sustainable Development Goals? Well, GeoFood is providing to at least half of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goal is, uh, as I said, is is improving, is fighting climate change within several elections, is uh, fighting inequality, is supporting networking. It's uh, basically work in education, which is also very important, United Nations Sustainable Development Goal. We work within school and teacher, as I'm going to tell you afterwards. So yes, it is uh, extremely connected and uh, it has a strong, uh, a strong uh, contributors to that, yes. Yeah, it's incredible how much food really touches in, in our world. And, and GeoFood is a brand which, which took me a moment to kind of wrap my head around but how is GeoFood different from, say, just identifying that this product or restaurant is local? Yes, well, the main difference is that the connection with the storytelling, uh, the, all the GeoFood product must have a clear storytelling that explains the connection between the soil and uh, the raw material uh, using the food. So basically, in the GeoFood menu in a restaurant that you may have found also in Azores, because Azores is also a GeoFood uh, partner. So anyway, they should explain in the menu the connections. Uh, so a visitor that is waiting for his dishes is able to learn about the geology and the, the geological significance and the particular exclusive heritage in that sense is peculiar of UNESCO Global Geopark. So that's, that's the main difference, the storytelling, the link with geology and the geological processes and landscape and everything connected with it. Yeah, tying stories into the food is a great way to understand the importance of what what you're doing. And let's now touch on education that you mentioned earlier. What is the role of education within GeoFood's organizational goals? Several uh, geoparks, uh, UNESCO Global Geopark, that are adopting the GeoFood are also organizing single projects or uh, educational programs, established lessons dedicated uh, to the um, importance of uh, sustainability in food and, uh, again, the importance of uh, eat locally and uh, even to teach to the kids to eat uh, better, <laughs> in a way. So it's also some kind of healthy, healthy lesson on how to eat better. And, uh, you know, a, a geopark in Portugal, Aruqua, UNESCO Global Geopark, they made uh, an agreement with a nutritionist and they are indicating on the menu, the let's say, the calories that you're eating and what you should do to burn the calories <laughs> of the food. I find it a little bit, uh, it makes me a little bit anxious, but <laughs> in a way, it's also to tell people, uh, look, everything you're eating, it goes into your body and we are basically made of what we are eating. And that's, I think, that some kids are uh, losing the connection with it. So... I think that's uh, that's how GeoFood could act, uh, some kind of uh, alert to new generations uh, to say, come on, the milk is coming from the cow and the cow is coming from that field, is not coming from the supermarket. That's a wonderful thing to start drawing a connection on early on for a kid just to understand how food impacts the body and fuels the body there. And, you know, this is a, a geophysicist podcast, and I haven't come across too many geophysicists working within food and agriculture how do those skills of a geophysicist translate to impacting sustainable food in agriculture? Yes, basically, a geophysicist uh, can have a lot to add to the geofood concept. 
Uh, if we see the, the geofood concept in a broader sense, like uh, the geophysicists uh, uh, and the geochemistries are the ones that are studying the uh, underground structure, uh, the, the soil chemistry, the water quality, and the, the storage of CO2. Everything is related with the soil and with the ground. And if you go to ecosystem services, obviously food and uh, soil and uh, it's one of the most uh, important services that nature gives to the community. So I think that geophysicists and geochemistries and all the related disciplines can add a lot to geofood and geofood can learn a lot from uh, the scientists. What was your very first geofood project? Yeah, the geofood project, the very first, uh, it was in uh, 2013, started uh, with this idea of uh, developing uh, food packages within uh, geoparks to make uh, geotourism uh, more attractive from the culinary point of view and to support uh, the, the idea that gastronomy should be connected with the geology. And that's the first big project. But then, since then, I have to say that geofood uh, catalyzed a lot of funds in the different territories that has been, uh, has been adopted. Uh, my main profession is fundraiser, and I've been supporting these territories to reach projects and actually, it works. Uh, I have to say, it works rather well. So that's uh, hopefully, hopefully, is going on. Yeah, and, and you started this before the UN Sustainable Development Goals were even finalized. So you were almost ahead of the curve here. What would you like the listener who's maybe probably hearing like myself, geofood for the first time? What would you like them to take away from this conversation? Especially as a lot of this audience are applied geoscientists in general. Yeah, I, I would like to say that geoscience uh, uh, in general are not boring. Geoscience is everywhere. Wherever we are looking around us, there are geoscience. There is a lot of geoscience in the smartphone with uh, many rare minerals that are at least 13 rare minerals are inside our smartphone. So that's also geoscience. There are geoscience everywhere we are looking at. Uh, so geoscience is part of our life uh, and uh, geoscience... Uh, are very actually very interested because they are also inside food. That's what I like to say. <laughs> That's a nice reminder there. Uh, truly everything. And lastly, what principal teaching or experience has, has helped you succeed in your field? Well, if you can say I am succeeding in my field, that's, that's, that, that's I don't really know. But uh, if you could say that, I think that uh, the sport, sport in general teach me to be uh, persistent, uh, not to give up, uh, and the importance to working in a team. Uh, you always win if you work in team. Nobody wins alone. So that's a part of the geofood. Everyone is very welcome in geofood, and everyone is welcome uh, to express opinion, and all the opinions have the same importance. And I think people like to work in that way, and that's why there are a lot of friends around the world that I can define friends, not really colleagues. That's also very nice. That's really nice. I am curious, what is your, your favorite dish? My favorite geofood dish, uh, it's probably this uh, trilobite biscuit from Naturtej UNESCO Global Geopark in Portugal. Uh, they made the shape of a trilobite and they explain uh, the connection they have with all the most important trilobite findings in, the, in their geopark are representing the most important trilobite finding in the world. So, and then they sell it and it's a huge success, this trilobite biscuit. So I think it's one of my favorites. Yes, for how small Portugal is as a country, I, I, it has, what, four uh, geofood projects going on, three or four. It's, it's really impressive there. Well, Sarah, I appreciate you highlighting this unique initiative and, and how it's impacting the UN Sustainable Development Goals and, 
it sounds like there's uh, probably a lot more exciting things even ahead as, as more projects get developed. So I wish you the best of luck and I appreciate you taking the time out to speak with me. Thank you very much for the for the opportunity. Thank you to both of you. And it was a pleasure for GeoFood and all the 31 UNESCO Global Geopark that I'm representing right now. So thank you very, very much for this. You reached the end of Seismic Sound Off. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to be the first to know about the next episode, please follow or subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Two of my favorites are Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have episode ideas, feedback for the show, or want to sponsor a future episode, visit seg.org podcast and find the box titled Contact Seismic Sound Off. Zach Bridges created original music for this show. This episode was hosted, edited, and produced by me, Andrew Gary at Treasurement. The SEG podcast team is Jennifer Cobb, Kathy Gamble, and Ali McGinnis. Thank you for listening. This is Seismic Sound Off, signaling off.